Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey everybody, welcome in on a glorious afternoon in the capital city. Trent and I are up bright and early, ready to roll for three hours right here on the Big Talker 1700. You can always get in on the show at 264-1700. Uh, the show today, Pat Hardy, uh, all Hawkeyes, will join us at 1225. Uh, Chris Cotillo from SB Nation, Major League Baseball Daily Dish at 1 o'clock. John Cannon on the NBA and the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers at 140. And then we'll head up to Minneapolis. Nick Nelson, Twins Daily, will be our guest at 220. How you doing, kid? I'm doing well. Yeah, it's I'm a good really day. Well. Yeah, it's it a is. good day. Nice day out there. Yeah. Talked to a bunch of people today. It's uh it's going well out there. Yeah. Good I like time it. summer. We're here in June. I know it's a slow time. Yeah. It is. I mean, we're we're talking baseball, we're talking NBA finals, right. Stanley Cup. Yep. But on a local level, there just isn't a ton happening. Not a lot, no. Keeping my eye on the baseball and softball scene here locally. Speaking of that, yeah. did you uh, catch any of the Women's College World Series? I did softball? I did see the end of it last yeah, night. Because yeah. I was I happened to be flipping around Twitter, saw what was going on, and I knew that we had a uh, local yes, per- participating yeah. for Oklahoma. Dallas Center Grimes yeah. girl down there dominating yeah. uh, once again. And, you know, that sport, the improvements that they've made, just in terms of they moved the mound back a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's created a lot more offense. Where before, it was just strikeout after strikeout, unwatchable. And now there's more offense in the game. It's a fast game. It's enjoyable to watch. I, I really enjoy watching Yeah, it's softball. fun to watch. And they had the, and, you know, a couple of long balls last yes. night as well. Yep, and so you, you see that more and more. Made it interesting. Absolutely. And then, you know, and then when Paige Lowry's on the, on the mound, and look, I, I don't have any association with her mm-hmm. i couldn't tell you even what she looked like but she's from our area yes. so that's why i had interest and that's why i went then to that game a lot of good softball in the state you know we've talked last year high school football was really good in, in terms of d1 uh players that signed with division 1a right. programs i think it was the most ever in history and we've seen basketball and yeah there's always guys that fall through the cracks oh, and things sure. like that but Iowa basketball-wise, you're seeing a lot more D1 kids. But softball is an absolute power. Mm-hmm. Uh, softball in this state. And that's what makes it completely unbelievable what's happened over in Iowa City, a program that had made multiple College World Series and what they are today. As you see down there, you mentioned Paige Lowry yeah. down at Oklahoma. Yeah. Kendall Lindemann right up the road from us here at Ankeny and then Ankeny Centennial. Mm-hmm. You know, As a freshman, she's out there setting state records. Right. And her sophomore year, she commits to Minnesota. Yeah. And you look around. Uh, the top pitcher, I believe, for Wisconsin is an Iowa girl. You just go across the Midwest, and you're going to see Big Ten and Big 12 programs littered. And there's Iowa over there. You and I has made big roads. They were a game away from making the NCAA tournament. We see in Iowa State the improvements that happened there. But for years and years, the power program in the state was Iowa. Mm-hmm. And they've fallen on hard times, incredibly hard times. And now after what happened with Gary Barta and the lawsuit, right. even as bad as things are over there, is it difficult for Gary Barta now to fire a female coach? I would think so. I would be, think because I, look to at be that honest, program. I, to be honest with you, I think it'd be difficult for him right now to fire anybody. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, it doesn't matter. Because remember, I was lost lawsuits, not just the one that we've talked about. Right. They've lost lawsuits to men as well. Yes. A, sex, a discrimination, yes. Se- sexual discrimination, orienta- not orientation, 
but a male coach yes. that was passed over for a job because he's a male. Yes. Just like you can't do that with females. Yeah, exactly. It goes the other way, and yeah. I lost that. It's a good point, Jim. Yeah. That, that part of he doesn't have much power. No, he doesn't have any power. Yeah. You know, he's, a, he's, a, a, he's, he's, he's like the walking dead. Yeah. He really is. From, from, how, how from, long is from it that take? standpoint. How long is it going to take? I mean, if, if it gets through, he gets through this next school year. Let's say football's all right. They go eight and four. Finally, win a bowl. Game. Not going to happen. They let's just say okay. They go eight and four. They win a mid-level bowl game, so yeah. they get that monkey off their back. Basketball makes it back to the NCAA tournament. Women's team makes it. Then, Wrestling's pretty solid. You know, I, I everything's think, okay. I think the conversation about Barda dissipates. I'm I'm with you. Okay. We both think that that's not going to happen. And if the Behind, football team struggles, if the, if the ooh, football boy. team struggles out of the gate, they get beat by Wyoming. Oh, get good, yeah. get get beat by Iowa State. <laughs> They're over too. And then you get North Texas. Okay, big big freaking deal. Okay, I look this. I mean, all of those could be factors as far as Bart is concerned. Yeah, and and it's it's something that. There's not much conversation now. They they already gave up nearly seven million bucks. They already wrote the check. Meyer and Greasebaum are set for life because of some stupid things that Barda didn't do. But apparently, he has, I guess, entrenched himself well enough as a terrific fundraiser, mm-hmm. as a guy who went out and hired coaches in McCaffrey and and given contract extensions to Ferentz that the school is great with. So if that's if that's the case and that's what they're going to hang their hat on, then probably at least till you get till halfway through the football season, his name probably won't come up much unless mm-hmm. football is tragic. Yes. And that's the biggest thing. And if it is, then fair. Well, he's the guy that gave. You see, it won't go to the lawsuits. It'll right, be, he's right. the guy that extended Ferrets. Yes. That's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be cost the school seven mil. Right. It's going to be, how could he give Ferrets another extension? Yeah, that's that's exactly what's going to happen. After as poor as it looked the first time. Yes. He was bailed out with 2015. That's 12-0 regular season. Yes. And then afterwards to hand out. Almost the exact same thing. When you're bidding against nobody, it didn't make sense a year ago when it happened. Right. It still doesn't make a whole lot of sense no, as you doesn't. look at it now. No. And if there is a four and eight, five and seven kind of season coming, oh, you're right. They're going to be. Then barking. that's when the hammer drops. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, I don't think you're going to hear much about it the rest of the summer because they want to sweep it as far away as they possibly can. I, I didn't. Think he was going to be able to survive this? I didn't but, either. But I think timing-wise, worked out incredibly well. Yeah. School not being in session. Correct. Iowa City is a different time during the school year as opposed to the summer. I, I sent spent a couple summers there. Yep. They're a lot of fun, but there's not a whole lot of people around. No, there's nobody there. In, in terms of yeah, you go to your summer class, you take a class or two, yeah. and then you go and you do your your summer job, and then you get bombed. I yeah. Mean, that's that's summertime <laughs> in Iowa City. <laughs> Some people will tell you that's what Barta does. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I'm just I'm surprised the way that this played out. Yeah. But you're right. He doesn't, at this point, at he the, doesn't have a lot of moment. Team. That is correct. At if everything moment. goes fine, football's fine, <laughs> yes. basketball's fine, all the things that really matter, 
then you revisit next spring, and if the softball program's still a disaster, mm-hmm. well, then he has the power. And he's going to have to because I believe there's one year left on, on, the, contract. on the contract there. Yes. Uh, that's going to happen. But but very interesting, kind of taking an overview of that one. One other uh, local note I wanted to pass along to you, Jim. You and I yeah. uh, announcing a, another piece of their schedule, the non-conference, uh-huh. as they have released the NBC uh, matchup as they play each and every year against the Mountain West. Mm-hmm. They get UNLV coming in. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously a name program. Yes. Of everybody in the Mountain West still... Probably has the most cachet of anybody. Because everybody, when you say UNLV, everybody thinks back to Tark the Shark, Jerry Tarkanian, and the teams that he had, Mm -hmm. and how dominant they were, and he put UNLV on the map. Look, when Lon Kruger was at UNLV, they went to the dance. They did. They went to the dance all the time. And got beat by you and I. Oh, they did. That's right. The game before you and I beat Kansas. Yes. They They played UNLV. And a very good UNLV team. You and I, they didn't play great in that game. Uh, There were a couple of stretchers where they really struggled against the length and athleticism that they had in that one. I believe Kruger's son was uh, one of the players in that game, if I'm not mistaken, for UNLV. But you're right. Uh, that, That team and that program as a whole. But it's funny. If we go and we would find a kid in high school, you know, grab, grab some kid, we're here in Urbandale, grab some kid over in Urbandale High School. What do you think of UNLV? What? Yeah. I mean, there's not even name recognition no. with UNLV. No. They had a couple of nice teams with Kruger, like yeah, you said. Yeah, they did. But for me, yeah. UNLV was oh. the program. I mean, you, you just didn't couldn't find Larry Johnson, Grandma. Oh, I mean, you Plastic Man, Stacy Ogden. Absolutely. Come on. I mean, Greg Anderson. Greg An- Anthony. Anthony, yeah. I mean, it goes on. Scurry. Yeah. Go back before that, you got Armand Gilliam. Right? Oh, he was a monster. When he, Armand Gilliam, they loved him in the NBA. Yes. And he dominated at UNLV. Those kind of guys that came through there. And they had success before that. They made a Final Four oh, before yeah. Tart got there, they I believe, did. back yeah. in the 70s. They right. did. So th- this was a program that was a big deal, but but to kids that are 16 to 18 right now? Oh, they have no clue. No clue. Yeah. No clue what it is. But fun matchup coming into you and I this year. Okay. Uh, that's who they'll get in that. So here are the matchups. Yeah. Okay. Uh, since we're looking at that. Uh, Wednesday, November 29th, UNLV at uh, UNI. Uh, December 2nd, Drake is going to play in beautiful Laramie. Uh, They will play Wyoming in Laramie. You ever been to Laramie in the winter? No, I've I've never made it to Wyoming. Oh, my God. Oh, I've done games there. Oh, fly into beautiful Cheyenne and then drive an hour to Laramie. If you can make it. Most of the time, you take a dog sled to get there. Oh. Uh, Loyola will play Boise State, Utah State at Valpo. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Colorado State at Missouri State. Uh Uh-huh. Air Force at Indiana State. Okay. Illinois State, which they should be a terrific team next year. Uh, They they lost quite a bit. They did. I guess you're right. Yeah. Uh, But they're going to play at Nevada, who's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, San Jose State at Southern Illinois. Yawn. (laughs) <laughs> and Bradley at San Diego State. Steve Fisher gone from yes. San Diego State. Yeah, that's that's the that's the uh, UN, or I should say that's the Valley and the uh, Mountain West. Yeah, I mean, I like the idea. Yeah, it. Uh, I thought by this point, you know, they they did it a few years back. 
They took a couple years off, then they came back with it. This is going to be year three of a four-year deal. Right. I I thought this would have a little more traction at this point. Look, it's not going to get billing of the Big Ten ACC Challenge. No. It's not no. going to have the Big 12 SEC. No. I understand that. But you'll see you know, a couple of games that will pop up, pop up on CBS Sports sure. Network because yeah, the West has a big yeah. contract with them. The NBC has a little. I just thought we'd see a little bit more where where a few of these matchups would would get a little bit more spotlight than they have. Even Wichita, it, it seems like the matchups that they've had, I think they had San Diego State one year. It just didn't work out. Now, no Wichita, as we know, uh, happening there. But UNLV is going to be good. Remember, Shakur Houston, the kid that everybody at Iowa State wanted. They, they wanted him big time. Junior College All-American. Yeah. PD in the paper said they get him, they're going to be an NCAA yeah, tournament team. Yeah, right away. I mean, it, you talk about some expectations, but that kid was that kind of player. Yeah. He's going to UNLV. Right. And UNLV brought in a really good recruiting class as well. This is going to be one heck of a challenge for you and I early on this year. Not only that, so they got this game, good home game. Mm-hmm. You're, you're like to sell that. Right. Uh, do you know where they're playing their non-conference uh, Aren't they in a tournament? Are they in the Bahamas or Atlantis or something? They're in Atlantis. Atlantis, And yeah. you know what that field has been throughout the years. Yes. This is what it'll be this year. You okay. ready? Yeah. You and I okay. will be joined by Arizona, Woo. North Carolina State, All right. Purdue, yeah. SMU, Woo. Woo. Tennessee, Woo. Villanova, Woo. 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 and the other quote-unquote mid-major that'll be there, Western Kentucky, who just brought in a McDonald's All-American and a top 10 recruiting class. I think the Panthers are going to be the eighth seed out of that. I would say so. So uh, the preseason number one for many people is Arizona. Arizona. How about that to open things up? That's uh, That'd be nuts. (laughs) And did you see the uh, governor of Arizona came out and said, Sean Miller's not going anywhere over my dead body. It was the school president, wasn't it? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, the school press. Yes, yeah, my my mistake. Yeah, the school press said that. Yeah, not going anywhere. (laughs) I like that. Hello, Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. No soup for you. That, uh, the athletic director probably saying, shut up. Yeah. You're you're hurting what little negotiation power that I have. I have zero negotiating (laughs) power now. Sean Miller comes in. How about you just bump that up another yeah. mill or two? <laughs> How about five mil? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's you and I. Uh, a fun note there. Drake also, as you mentioned, their yep. matchup out at Wyoming. So the Panthers next year. After, I guess a year ago, you'd categorize it as kind of disappointing. So-so. They finished third. Yeah. They still, they're 500. They had that really bad stretch. Ooh, they did. After they had played pretty well in their non-conference tournament when they went down and Beat Oklahoma. Right. Uh, who else did they beat? Arizona State. Yeah. Was that the other one that they had. Uh, we found out that Oklahoma and Arizona State weren't very weren't good. Weren't very good. But now you lose Jeremy Morgan. Still, you bring back Wyatt Lowhouse, who was out most of the year. Right. He'll be back. Inside, you're feeling good with Bennett Cook, with what you have with Carlson. Uh, the young guys that played a little bit last season, Jawan McLeod, who started as a freshman. You get him out there. Isaiah Brown, another kid that started as a freshman at times in the backcourt. Spencer Haldeman, who was a redshirt freshman. You got some pieces. Yeah. And now you got a wide open league. Where where should be without we don't know a whole lot about the rest of the teams we haven't done or studying of MVC basketball, Jim. So I don't want to put you on the spot too much at that point. But uh. but should you and I, basketball fans, be hopeful that you can compete for a regular season I would, crown? I would think so now that Wichita's gone. Wichita's gone. I mean, it's wide open. Illinois State will take a step back. Yep. 
It's wide open. Valpo should be pretty decent. But they lost Alec Peters. They lost Alec Peters, you're right. And he was a stud. He was, he was. So you go through, Bradley's improving, but they still got a ways. I think Loyola should be pretty decent. Mm -hmm. But you're you and I. You're the name program now in that league. I would say so with what you have been able to do in recent NCAA history in the last 10 years. Yes. Yes. You are the name program of the league now. You got a couple of senior big men that have done some big things throughout their career. Now you hope that they can be more consistent throughout the whole season, their senior year. You got guards that have certainly played at this level. You lose Morgan, but you you gain Lowhouse back. You got to put him in the top three going in. I would say so. You you would think so, even with the loss of Morgan. So I, I think that's a safe place for the expectations for you and I. You got it. And a difficult non-conference schedule again, UNLV, Arizona, NC State, Purdue, SMU. That, that, that tournament's ridiculous. That is a great tournament. The, the battle for Atlanta. That is a great tournament. Uh, speaking of that, the Drake Bulldogs yes. uh, will be playing down in the Virgin Islands. Okay. Uh, and the matchups have been announced for that one. Oh, I, I must Let's have go. missed this one. But the bracket is out for the tournament. They yep. will open up with Wake Forest. Will be their first game. That'll November be 17th. problematic. <laughs> uh, then on the uh, other side of that bracket, Colorado against Quinnipiac, and the top half of the bracket has Mercer, Liberty, Drexel, and Houston. Houston's going to be pretty good. Houston should be good. Colorado Calvin, was Calvin, good last Calvin year. Kelvin Sampson is slowly but surely bringing that program back. And there will not be any Seth Curry for Liberty. Uh, no, no, there won't be. No, no. that will not be. <laughs> he only played one year. <laughs> that there. will not be happening. It. And before we take a break, we got Pat Hardy stopping by, talking Hawkeyes with him. Let's take a look back at the world of sports last night. A lot of baseball. Uh huh. In case you missed it, presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. Jimmy B, I was over on MLB Network last night. Okay. You watch uh, Craig Kimbrell. We know is a great closer. Yeah. But there are times you just yeah you'll see a highlight. You'll see him strike out the end because we don't watch a whole lot of Red Sox baseball. But I watched last night him come in in the eighth, get getting out, and then finish things off in the ninth. And there are just times where you're kind of just taken aback as you're watching something. You know a guy's good. Yeah. But that was me last night with Kimbrel. I just wanted to play the highlight. The guy's just nasty. He is so incredibly good at the back end. Craig Kimball closing it out against the Yankees. Struck him out. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. And the Red Sox win it 5-4. Aaron Judge at the plate. And it just... He threw 102 miles an hour and then threw 103. It's, I, I it's, it's difficult to describe yeah. just how good that guy is. He's had a couple of times this year where he struck out more guys than he quote-unquote faced. Yes. I think twice this year he struck out four out of his three outs because mm-hmm. the catcher dropped the dropped ball. Dropped the ball. And I think uh, it happened again last night regardless the guy is unbelievable. Speaking of unbelievable. This was unbelievable. And you know what? It goes back to my point where, once again, the NBA has stolen the national stage because that's the topic of conversation instead of what, what you're going to play should have been the major topic of conversation. Scooter. Jeanette. Bulls, two strikes. Bases loaded. Jeanette waiting. Got a fastball. Salami by Scooter Jeanette, the second of his career. How about that? And that ball is tagged into right center field. Is this going to go? you got to be kidding. Now this one down the left field line. Has he done it again? He has done it again. 
And that is the third home run of the night for Scooter Jeanette. Liner to right field. Jeanette, the first red ever, with four home runs in a game. Not one, not two. Think of that, yeah, Jimmy B. I know. All the greats in Reds history. Scooter Jeanette, the only one to hit four overs in a game. You explain Jim baseball, Jim, because I can't. I can't do it. It's it's impossible to explain. And I told you yesterday, yes. you're going to see something new every time you go to the ballpark. And there's another one last On the night. night that Scooter bangs out four home runs, oh, just a pitcher had 14 strikeouts as well. Mm-hmm. Matt Scherzer. Another big, uh, big game. This one in a comeback variety. Our neighbors to the south, Kansas City. They're uh-huh. down seven two. It's over. Yeah. They're not coming. Well, you would. Houston's think Houston's so. won eleven straight. Yeah, they're up seven two. This game's over, yeah. right? I I left it. I did too. Yeah. And then I flip up the app. What? The, what? what happened? I got to go back to this. Well, we got to listen. This is what happened out in Kansas City last night. Giles throws hard, right-hander. Bases loaded, two out. Seven to four, Houston. Lined left field into the corner. One run is in. Can Gordon score? He's going to come home, and he's going to make it. Merrifield doubles, and the game is tied. Interesting watching Alex Gordon. <laughs> Gordon falls over. I love this. Yeah, he was he got a little bit discombobulated as he was step on the plate, and he's safe. So we're tied up at seven. Slider. There it goes. Deep into the night. And the Royals come back. What a comeback for the Royals. That was a shot. High into the night in Kansas City. They come back and win it 9-7, ending the Astros 11-game win streak. Kansas City gets it done. Yeah. Fun one last night. Good night of baseball, Jimmy it was. B. It was pretty good stuff. We'll take a timeout here. Come back with more. That was In Case You Missed It, presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. Give the guys a call today. Get that leaky roof fixed up or a complete re-roof. The time is now to get it done with Wolf Construction Roofing. We got Pat Hardy stopping by next. We'll talk Hawkeyes with him here on a Wednesday. Jimmy B and TC. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands. Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President and Market Manager of Cumulus Media Des Moines. 
Cumulus is a proud supporter of the Des Moines East and South Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber promotes economic development to strengthen their members' businesses and enhance the quality of life in Des Moines. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these new members. National Federation of Independent Business, Santhea, Southridge Senior Lofts, Ronald McDonald House, East Village Foot and Ankle Surgeons, Hy-Vee on Martin Luther King, Waddell and Reed, Inc., McDonald's JD Restaurants, Divorce Party Planner, Alter Metal Recycling, New York Life, Andre McKay, the University of Iowa, Iowa Center for Higher Education, Marlene's at Sevastopol Station, Wells Fargo Home Mortgage, Randy Guerra, and New York Life, Michael Buckley. The Des Moines East and South Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus Media wish to thank these new members. Learn more about the Des Moines East and South Chamber of Commerce online at dsmeastsouthchamber.org. It's not a rite of passage or just part of growing up. Bullying has no place in Iowa schools. I'm Tammy Warrow, president of the Iowa State Education Association. Adults have the power to stop bullying. It's up to us as educators, as parents, as adults, to stand up on behalf of bullied kids. Take the pledge to be that adult at nea.org slash bullyfree. A message from the Iowa State Education Association. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody, welcome back on a gorgeous day in the capital city. We say hello to you. We go all the way till 3 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, coming up, Chris Cotillo will join us at the top of the hour. SB Nation, Major League Baseball, the Daily Dish. We'll get into some of the big things that took place. We've already played some of the highlights for you with Chris. Yeah, that comes up to kick off the 1 o'clock hour. We're going to talk baseball of a different variety coming up here. Just a couple of minutes with Pat Hardy and you know, a lot of people, Jimmy B, think that we live uh, a luxurious life here. In, you mean we don't? In sports. Uh, just talking to Pat, he was heading through the McDonald's drive-thru. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to give him a call back here I, in a minute or two. I will tell you this. Uh, most people think that we're eating at Morton's Steakhouse every night. So that's not the case no. in our business. No, no, Man, no. Maybe are... back in the day. Well, I I can tell you I ate better back in the day doing TV. Yes. However... 
when you're working games and everything, as much as I did in the past, you're pretty much eating the chow mm-hmm. in the press room. Mm-hmm. And trust me, it ain't steak. Not Gotta, always. Sometimes you can get a good sometimes one. Sometimes it's cat. It's it, it can be hit or miss though. Dog. That, that is very true. Ugh. There are some ugly Ugh. meals that you yes. get from time to time. Listen, we it's I always get a kick out of uh, how how people think that how we you know we fly our own personal jet. That's not the case. It, it was funny with the passing last week of Frank DeFord though. Yes. Hearing he. Uh, he did a very good job, it sounds like, of using that expense account with Sports Illustrated throughout the years. Frank was famous for that. Yes, absolutely. Always very well-dressed, yes. always the best restaurants. And uh, some stories where he wrote early on the NBA, back before the NBA was a real big thing. Right. And where he would be in first class, and he would have to invite the players up to sit with so, him yeah. in first class. So he could talk to them. That shows you the difference yes. of how things were then. And now are today. I'll give you. I'll give you an example. When I was uh, flying around doing all those NBA games, the players back then. You got to remember, they didn't have their private jets then. That only became vogue when we got into the late late nineties and two thousands. That's Mark when teams, Cuban, right? Yes, Mark Cuban started that. So everybody flew commercial. So the players then would ride first class, and dopes like me, I'm in the back of the bus. So uh, that's, I mean, that's just the way it was. And the league used to have this rule that you had to be on the first available flight out to your next city the next day, which means you were always catching a 6 o'clock in the morning flight. Always. So... With with that being the case, that's why, for those who were then degenerates like my partner here, <laughs> would always wager the third game of a team on the road. Yes. Just getting yeah. their hat handed to them. And it perennially happened almost all the time. Because mm. they were dead. They were dog-tired. They were sleep-deprived. Yes. That's not the case anymore. No, not not at all. They have uh, little nicer travel accommodations. Well, I've flown on a couple of them. I'm going to guess that the uh, the food that they get is probably oh, a little yeah. more higher. Yeah. But it's no McDonald's on a Wednesday afternoon <laughs> like Pat Hardy, who joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Hey, Pat. He's, he's a big-timer. Come on. <laughs> we were just talking as you were getting your lunch here uh yeah, things are a little bit different in today's day and age in sports media than it was back. We were talking about Frank DeFord, famous for always using that expense account. A little bit different these days, isn't it? Hello? Hello? You there, pal? Oh, can't hear him. No. I just I just kind of heard it. All right, hang up. We're going to call you back. We'll give it one more yeah, shot. Yeah, let's here. try that. Let's try that. We, yeah, that didn't work at all. No, no. He Maybe he's still... Get away from the clown. And that's what it sounded like we were talking to was the freaking clown mouth. Okay, get away from that. Like, I'm a big fan of Ronald McDonald being the clown, but not for the show here, okay? We want your phone to work. We'll see if it's any better here. We'll have Trent uh, dial back up real fast, see if he picks up, and see if it's any better. All right, he's got him on the line here, so we'll get an idea to see if it's any better right now. All right, I can't wait to hear this story. This ought to be pretty funny when he comes out. All right, you're on with us on the Draft House 50 hotline. What's your excuse, Pat? No excuse. I had the phone upside down. 
That's great. Technology at its yeah, finest. Yeah, finest, Pat. That's great. That's, I love honesty, especially when technology it's like is, a... Technology is not my strong point. I'm willing to admit that. That's awesome. Well, uh, we're getting more and more news. Start times continuing to trickle out. Uh, the 11 o'clock kickoff for the Wyoming game to kick off the season. You know, there are a few people with Josh Allen, the Wyoming quarterback, being uh, projected as a first-round pick. Thought maybe this could be a primetime matchup, maybe a B- BTN 7 o'clock kickoff, something along those lines. But it'll be an early kickoff and probably something the uh, folks in Iowa City are happy with. They like those 11 o'clockers, it seems like, to kick things off. They do, and selfishly, a lot of the media people do, too, because it makes it a lot easier with deadlines and what have you. I was a little surprised. I thought there might be a little more variance in some of the times, but I don't know. I just did my picks. I don't know if I've spoken to you guys since then. I no. I did my game by game picks. I believe about ten days ago. So I haven't. I haven't gone six and six. Okay. I haven't. I haven't losing to Iowa State and beating Penn State. How's that? Woo! Wow! Woo! Look, and I, I had a lot of. I took a lot of grief from Iowa fans who were offended by a six and six and a loss to Iowa State, which I'm just perplexed by that because they lose to Iowa State almost every other year. Yeah, I mean, they it's do. Just, yeah. It just it seems to be the same thing every year. Oh, there's no way we can lose to them. I, Iowa State's going to be better this year, and it's there. And I just, I don't know. I mean, I but the, I guess the bottom line is I see them as a six or seven win football team. You know, it's funny because we sit here daily, and we change our mind daily about what we think is going to happen. Look, I, 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 I could have them five and seven. I could have them seven and five, eight and four. So it uh, it's a real head scratcher. I think until we get into camp, and maybe even until you see that first game against Wyoming, and see exactly what you got. Nobody knows who the quarterback is going to be, and if that QB is going to be any good. And nobody knows. Exactly. Who, and nobody knows who's going to catch the football. And nobody knows if Vandenberg's foot is going to hold up. We talked to Matt Vandenberg today, and, you know, everything's fine today, but it's early June, and he's not being hit. So, yeah, there's just way too many uncertainties. And then on defense, they're starting secondaries pretty much, other than Miles Taylor is a bunch of question marks. I had people all work on as a star. How do we know that Manny Ragamba's a star because he mm-hmm. played well in one game? Uh-huh. I mean, I just think I just think people get too excited. But there's still this mentality with some Iowa fans that they just cannot accept the thought of losing to Iowa State. So every year I think they think something's going to change, how it's going to be different. Uh, and I just, on paper, to me, it's a very competitive matchup in Ames. Mm-hmm. And, and I just think it's a game. I think Iowa State is going to be better this year. So we'll see. I hope I'm wrong, and I put in my column, I don't pick 6-6 six and six because that's what I – Hope happens. It's what I think happens. Hell, I hope they go twelve and zero. Yeah, all right. Yeah, good for business. Yep, we know that. All of it. You know that. That absolutely. You, you know the variance. I brought this up to Jim uh, just the other day. The variance with this Iowa team, as opposed to say Iowa State, where it feels like Iowa State four or five, maybe six wins. That seems pretty solid. I think you can make a case where this Iowa team really struggles. The last time they had a new offensive coordinator, they went 4-8. and eight, yep. And that was with the quarterback coming back that had thrown 27 touchdowns the year before. They go through that, the defensive questions that you mentioned. This could be another 3-4 win team. Where, But if everything comes together, they could win 9 or 10 games. The talent is there. Akron Wadley could have a historic season, all these things. It just seems to be the variance this year seems maybe even bigger than it is most seasons for Iowa. Can you see that? 
Oh, yeah, without question. I think the reason Iowa gets a higher ceiling than Iowa State in situations like this is because they've been better over the years. They, sure. they have um, defied expectations and succeeded expectations, whereas Iowa State has really done that. I think some people are saying that with Iowa, just when you think they're a 5-7 and seven team, everyone so they come out and win eight or nine games. That's in the back of your mind. And But what I'm saying, more times than not, recently they've lost five or six games. They've lost six games in a season three times since 2011. Mm-hmm. So it's not unheard of to pick them to lose six games. It's just that with some fans, always the next year is going to be better. And that's why I've met some reason. But then I also had some fans like, wow, I don't even see six victories. Yep. So you're right, but there is a wide gap between how Iowa fans think this team's going to do. I, I'm with you, Pat, right there. We're talking to Pat Hardy on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Listen, I'm I'm with you, and I told you that every time we look at it, we change our mind. And, and look, we try to be honest with our picks. Fans are never honest. You're right about that. They only see it one way. But from that standpoint, if you get lousy quarterback play, not very good wide receiver play, and Watley turns an ankle against Wyoming, what the hell now? Exactly. We just don't know what to expect from the receivers. I had a lot of people say, well, we're loaded at tight end. <laughs> but they're inexperienced. <laughs> yeah. They have no experience at tight end, really. I mean, they got the guys that are combined for 10 catches. So it's just too many uncertainties to say for sure they're going to win eight or nine games. And the schedule's tough this year. Well, and and that's probably the biggest component is you. Oh, without off, questions. You know, you got two teams that are going to be preseason top seven or eight in Ohio State and Penn State. You got road trips at Iowa State, at Michigan State, at Wisconsin, at Nebraska, at Northwestern. All the heavy hitters from the West this year. You're on the road. All these different things. And and Iowa hasn't seen a schedule quite like this in some time. The other part of it is, you know, people will say. Well, they've had success in the past against Penn State. The way they play offensively is a lot different than what they did under Joe Paterno. They've had success against Michigan. They haven't had much success against Ohio State throughout the years, and now this is an Ohio State program that Urban Meyer's taken to another level. All these things, they they just look at negatives when you're looking at that schedule, too. Well, when I look at Ohio State, I just they've beaten them four times since 1963. One of the things that really makes the schedule tough is the really hard opponents they have are at Kinnick. So not only they may lose, they're losing home games. Yeah. That makes it even harder. And Ohio State, to me, he's got a team that's ready and poised. I mean, the way Urban Meyer does it, he has one year where he only wins 10 or 11 games, then the next year they compete for a national championship. This team is built for that fifth-year senior quarterback. I just don't think they're going to come in here and stub a toe. Part of the reason I'm picking them to beat Penn State is I'm still not convinced Penn State is the juggernaut that people think they are. And I think Kirk somehow is going to be able to rally these troops, use what happened last year. And if they lose to Iowa State, there's going to be pitchforks towards the earth. Everyone's going to be against them. Every once in a while, Kirk has a knack for rising up. We've seen it. Michigan, we, they do that. They have these games where they come up and they put an effort out. And you're like, wow, where'd that come from? Mm-hmm. And I, I just kind of picked that as my one moment this year. But then I had a lot of fans say, well, there's no way they're going to lose at Michigan State. How can you say that? A lot of Iowa fans that I've talked to think that Michigan State's done. They're, 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 and they're like, well, Michigan State has no proven quarterback. Nor does Iowa. Yeah. I mean, I guarantee you Michigan State fans are questioning Iowa the same way Iowa fans are questioning Michigan State right now. And I can tell you after what I saw against Florida in that god-awful bowl game, they don't have a quarterback. 
They don't write. They, I mean, they don't right now. So Kirk has proven this wrong before, but to me, the schedule is the bottom line here. Colin Coward can't say anything about the schedule this year. It's very tough, and I don't care what they say. Playing at Iowa State for Iowa is not easy. It's harder for Iowa than I think for any other team because it is Iowa. Mm-hmm. And Wyoming's a good opener. It's a good yeah. test. Yeah. Their defense leaves a lot to be desired, but Wyoming's going to come in here and score some points. Oh, I, I agree. And, look, we, we know what the quarterback is, is all about and the way that he is being touted. I saw him play in person. He's the real deal. I, I can tell you that, that he will put points on the board against Iowa's defense. Yeah, he's 6'3", 235, has a cannon forearm. Now, he did lose two of his top receivers. He did. Doesn't have a great supporting cast, but no. And he's going up against a secondary that is mostly untested. And it's going to be, I think the score I picked Iowa to win that game, I think it was 34-28. I think it's the score I have for that game. I I think Iowa's going to have to score three or four touchdowns to win. Will the offense be able to do that early in the season? I think they're going to be able to run the ball. Wyoming's Wyoming's defense is suspect. They lose some players. They gave up a lot of points and yards last year. I think Iowa can control the tempo. If they can't run against Wyoming's defense, they have problems. Well, and that's really the first two weeks where against both Wyoming and Ohio, Iowa State, both those teams are going to be able to score. Both look pretty bad defensively coming in. Yes. And, and is Iowa going to be with a new offensive coordinator, a new quarterback, or are they just going to say the heck with it? We're just going to give 40 touches over the two games to Akron Wadley and say we'll win the football game this way. The problem is you do that. How long is Akron Wadley going to be able to stay upright throughout the season with that many touches? And then if they keep doing that, you've got their injury risk, and then the guys around him don't get any seasoning. Right, they don't right, get any better. Right. I, I, if they start just relying on Akron between the tackles just to get through that day, that's mm-hmm. going to be a problem. Yeah, they, I agree. They, and Kirk has a tendency to do that. He'll even admit it, oh, we wanted to call that play, and then I guess got too wrapped up in the game. How many times have we heard Kirk say in the past, oh, I just got so wrapped up yep. I didn't do it? If, if they travel the path of least resistance with Akron early, that's a problem in a number of ways. Injury risk, but also the guys around him need to get better during that non-conference so they're ready. They're not going to survive by running Akron Wadley 30 times a game between the tackles. He's not going to survive. Yeah, that's the key right there. I mean, they did that with Wiseman. I remember, what didn't he carry like 40-some times in a game? And he got hurt a lot and weighed 250 pounds. Yeah. I mean, it just shows you. I mean, Akron's 190. He's not. Now, if they want to figure out ways to get Akron the ball in space and throw him screen passes and Let's say he runs 17 times in a game and catches eight or nine passes, returns three or four punts. Fine, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> Get him out in space and, and kind of change up the way, but just don't use him the way they've used power running backs before. He's not built that way. Jordan Canzeri had 43 carries against Illinois there a couple go. years ago, got hurt the next week, and was out the two weeks after that. Yeah, you got to be careful and certainly something to keep an eye on. Pat, uh, before we let you run, want to get your thoughts. The Hawkeye baseball team wrapped up their season. A great run down in Houston, won that first game. Uh, acquitted themselves very well against some powers of Southern baseball. What's next for this Iowa baseball team? How do they build on what they did this year? Well, obviously the next goal would be to win one of these regionals, get to a super regional, but I think more important right now is to make sure Rick Heller's happy. I'm not saying he's not. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I mean, he makes 145, six year contract. He got $7,000 for making the NCAA tournament. I've been told by some people that that thing could be up. I think that thing needs, his salary needs to be up to 250. Those bonuses need to increase. South Carolina just fired his baseball coach yesterday. Schools like that are going to start taking notice. And if Rick's only making 145 with that type of bonus, 
they got to do better than that. And I've, Rick's, Rick's never said anything to me, but they need to make sure Rick Heller's happy. Everyone's like, well, he grew up in Iowa. He's never going to leave here. Money talks. Money talks over geography. I just think Rick has earned the right to get more money. And the next step for them is to win one of these regionals and get to a super regional. That's mm-hmm. the next progression. Uh, we believe his phone is ringing off the hook with uh, interested schools. And right I'm sure it is. And, and rightfully so. It, it should. It should. I mean, he's 53 years old. Yeah. He's in the prime of his career. Yeah. And 145, I mean, it sounds like a lot of money to us, but in the big scheme of things, it's really not that much. The facilities are coming. That will help. But Iowa just needs to make sure he's happy. they got some problems with mid- scheduling midweek games right now because Iowa just won't bend their rules on this one-day travel thing. It makes it hard for them to schedule really good midweek games because they can't leave campus until 3 o'clock on days because it has to be considered a full day. And so there's just a lot of stuff. They need to start making some exceptions and bend. not saying break the rules, but you can bend rules a little bit. Give them a little more scheduling flexibility because part of the reason they're suffering is their RPI is so low because they can't schedule any good midweek games. And they also suffer from being the only Division One baseball team in the state. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, right. they have to leave the state to go play Western Illinois or something like that. It's just, it makes it hard. Mm-hmm. So that's a problem. And I know Rick's trying to get some things changed. I, my advice to Iowa is give Rick Heller whatever he wants that's within reason. Because uh, he's earned it. Pat, uh, Trent and I had a discussion right off the beginning of the show, and I, was, I wanted to follow up with you since you're here. We only got a couple minutes left. Uh, and that is about Gary Barta. And it's our assertion that he lays low during the summer and nothing changes. However, if the football team starts out poorly, fans will scream that Barta gave Ferentz an extension again, and that will be when it'll start to flare up. It won't go to he lost the school $7 bucks. It'll be because he gave Ferentz that contract extension. Is that? Oh, I agree. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a. If the football team struggles, Gary Barta struggles, and Gary obviously is not going to I mean, what can he say right now publicly, really? He, it's just too hard for him to comment, and if he's around us right now, no matter what interview we do, it's going to eventually drift over to the legal stuff, and he's really not in a position to talk about that. My opinion, I've had some people ask me why I haven't taken a final stand on whether I think he should stay or I don't have enough information to make a determination on that yet. I need... I need more. I I was thinking that maybe he wasn't going to survive, and then they put his name on that release, and then I got to thinking, well, if they're going to fire him, why would they have him quoted in that release? Mm-hmm. They, why wouldn't they have just Bruce Harold or somebody? So I go back and forth on this. I don't think from what I know right now he should be fired. for the, He made a ton of mistakes in the Jade Meyer case. But I think it's a unique, isolated incident that Gary didn't handle right in a lot of ways, but I just... I think there's a lot of people over at the university are glad that Gary got rid of Jane. I really do, and I don't think they think he should be punished for that, but there's other people that don't. I go back and forth on this. I, but you're right, though. Football is going to go a long way. If they're 1-3, and 1-4, and four, it's going to get ugly. And same way with Kirk Ferentz, too. Everything's fine with Kirk right now. You can write big, huge, popular stories on Kirk Ferentz and Brian Ferentz, but if they struggle, it's going to get really ugly because it's year 19. That's yeah. the way it is. Yeah. Pat, out of time for today. Good thoughts as always. Great catching up with you. All right, guys. Enjoy that lunch, all right? I will do. Thanks. Okay. Talk to you later. Your phone is upright.
Make sure you keep it upright. <laughs> yes, yes. He hung up on me. He, he'd seen enough of you. <laughs> That's great. I'm out. I'm done with Brits. Yeah. Speaking of McDonald's. Yes. As uh, Pat was stopping through the drive-thru. <laughs> Order with the clown. Did you see yeah. the video over I the weekend? I did, yes. Was that over on Euclid? Yeah. Yeah. Over on the Euclid. The blonde girl. Yeah, she got all bent out of shape. Losing her, her crap over McChicken. Chicken, Yeah. What I is know. going on? That, I'm telling you, people, they're just so freaking stupid. The world we live in, oh, Jim Brinson. God. I cannot believe it wasn't to her in like two minutes. So she got upset. Hey. I've been upset before. Bitch belongs in jail. <laughs> Put her ass in there right now. <laughs> Fired up about this. I, that, that stuff pisses me off. I guess. You know, there's no need for that. Somebody just trying to scrape out a living at a fast food restaurant and you're rude. I never, ever, ever have done that. I've seen old people mm-hmm. just be just god awful to kids at fast food restaurants. Yeah, and that's that just disgusts me. Well, and, and in general, yeah, I I agree with you. Okay. Yes. I mean, this was way over the top. Yes, it was. And I don't care. And they could, well, they were drunk. Well, that. I've been drunk it's, a yeah, time or two. Yeah, and you didn't do that to a person at a fast food restaurant. Not that I can remember. Okay. I've never thrown a McChicken at anybody no. that I remember. Yeah. And if you don't remember it, it didn't happen. <laughs> That's just the way I feel. Put the bitch in jail and her buddy, too. In jail? Hell yeah, for that. You're not going to gonna have much room in your jails if she you're throwing accosted, people. She accosted the... Uh, the manager there for well yeah and and the physical part of it yeah just, that's what I'm saying yeah, yeah. That, that that part was unbelievable just in general though yeah where are we going as a society you know I mean, where where these kind of things are man I don't it's know. happenstance I think I don't think it ever was this bad but what happens now in the electronic world that we live in. Anytime something like this takes place, somebody's got video. Yeah. And so it gets blown up where look, be, I've, before, I've seen before crap cell like phones happens. and iPads yeah. and things like that, stuff like that most likely happened. Mm-hmm. You just didn't know about it I unless mean, unless you read a police report. Back in the day, the bars closed in Iowa yeah. City, and you, there was Taco Bell right yeah. there, and you'd see some things happen. Oh, I'm sure. You'd see some things happen. Yeah. You'd see people fired up. You'd see fights in line, oh, yeah. all, all that kind of stuff. It's happened. Yeah. Now, I'm going back to the 90s when this was right, happening. So yeah. I don't think that society has changed really that much. You talk to teachers. My wife's a teacher. Right. And, oh, kids today are so much different. No, they're really not. They're really not. Technology's different. That's the key. Technology's different, but the kids, they're not different. You know, some of the differences that you hear, and we talk to coaches, and, you know, I talk to a lot of high school coaches. Mm-hmm. They say it's not the kids. The kids are still kids. Yeah. They're, yeah, there's knuckleheads. There were knuckleheads when you talk to coaches that have been doing it for 30, 40, 50 years. Hey, you know what? There was knuckleheads back in the day, I too. I was a freaking knucklehead for Absolutely. a while. What is different, though, is actually parents. Yeah. It's the adults. The adults in these situations are the ones that, in the end, hurt things and, and make things, at least sports-wise, that's much more difficult. Mm-hmm. That's one thing yeah, people get all upset about how different things are i don't think they're that different you brought it up Technology's different that's the key so can't we be smarter no understand that no you got you're not getting away you got dopes like that freaky girl yeah that's what i'm saying you're not getting away with it 
you're not getting away with these. Did kind you of see? Things. Speaking of that, did you? Speaking of dopes, and yes. you and you referenced adults. Uh-huh. Did you see in Nebraska, at a girls' state soccer tournament, they would not let a team play in the championship game because they said one of the girls looked like a boy. That was not in high school. This no, this was a youth tournament. Yes, looked like. Had a short haircut. Looked yes. like a boy. The girl is eight. Now, also remember, there Get is more. out of here. There is more to the story than that, though, Jim. You got to read deeper than just the headline. It was marked on the sheet that she was male. That's what they're saying. That's they're what it saying says. They're saying that. If that's the case. Why, how could it be marked on the sheet if she's male and she's been playing in all these games anyway? That is what they say. I'm going to take it at face value. I'm, I'm not, not going. I'm to... not buying that. That's a made-up story. Well, the coach also said that yes, there was a mistake made. They made a mistake there. So what do you want the well, the administrator to do? To do? Well, you're, you're not going to drop trial right and tell the little girl to do well, that. No, I'm not going to do that. No, but I would certainly say they took her insurance cards and said she's a female. There's only okay, so there much you can mistake. do in that. Spot. There's a mistake on the lineup card. Okay, change it. Jeez. Not that simple, Jimmy B. It is for me. Just change it. You are a simple man. I uh, try to simplify as much as I possibly can. (laughs) You live a much better life doing that. We'll take a time out here. Come back with more. We're kicking off the hour. Chris Cotillo talking Major League Baseball next on Jimmy B and TC. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Attention landowners, want to know what your farm is worth? At Iowa Land Company, our team of blue-collar land experts combine years of real estate experience with the latest marketing innovations to give you a modern real estate service unmatched in the Hawkeye State. We're a farmland real estate company, and helping connect buyers and sellers of Iowa land is our specialty. Give us a call at 641-443-2584 or visit us online at iowalandcompany.com for a free farmland evaluation. It's almost time to spring into summer, and the Home Depot has end-of-season savings of 15% off select patio sets and accessories. Outside is in right now, and right now you can save on our most current patio frames and the latest colors and fabrics. Last we looked, saving money hasn't gone out of style, and neither have these. Come in now for up to 15% off our newest outdoor patio sets and accessories, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing, while supplies last. Get to JCPenney's Love Dad Sale and find the perfect gifts for Dad this Father's Day. This Friday through Saturday, make his day with great spotlight deals like select solid St. John's Bay polos, just $8.99, shorts for $12.99, and 50% off exertion apparel for him. Plus, save $10 when you spend $25 or more with coupon on select items throughout the store and at jcp.com. Hurry in now. Father's Day is June 18th. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Coupon valid 6-7-6-13. Some exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. 
the inventor of Texas superfood, Dennis Black. Most adults take supplements hoping to improve their health. They don't do anything to prevent illness. That's why I created Texas Superfood. It's pure, natural nutrition. Switch from your chemistry set vitamins to Texas Superfood for 90 days. Get better energy, focus, better sleep, or return it. No questions asked. Now when you order two bottles of Texas Superfood, get the third bottle free. Call now, 877-55-TEXAS. You can also order online at TexasSuperfood.com. Kyle is a dog trainer. Okay, Sid. Good boy. In his personal time, Kyle's a personal trainer. One, two, good. Kyle knows how to get results, but when it comes to mortgages, he's less confident. Guilty as charged. Fortunately, there's Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. It's simple, so he can understand the details and know he's getting the right mortgage. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Go to rocketmortgage.com today. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. His eyes darted between the blue wire and then the red wire. Back to the blue, back to the red. A bead of sweat dropped from his brow to his hand, which grasped a pair of pliers. He took a deep breath, steadied himself, and cut both with one swift squeeze of his tool. <coughs> the boy screamed as the doctor pried the braces from his teeth. If this 20-second performance made you feel something, imagine what an entire Audible book can do. Visit audible.com to start your free 30-day trial. Gentlemen, hurry into JCPenney and find great looks for whether you're in the office or on the go. Raise your game with menswear designed by Michael Strahan. Exclusively at JCPenney, get 50% off suit separates and dress shirts from Collection by Michael Strahan and up to 40% off MSX activewear. Also available in big and tall. Don't miss out on even more savings with a coupon for $10 off when you spend $25 or more on select items. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney, coupon valid 6-7-6-13. Some exclusions and restrictions apply. See store jcp.com for details. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. 